0: Good afternoon, Jamie. Guess who's back? Keith Thompson's back. You're not going to do this, are you? Please don't do this.
1: <laughs> I stopped. I'm going to stop thank now. Thank you. Thank you. Stand-up soldiers are going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. That's all right. I mean, yeah. what have you been up to, man?
0: Um, um Let me think. Let me think. I, I love it when I come prepared to these. I've things. been
1: grinded. I've been, wait, grinding. Grinded? I've been gr- Who's grinding yeah. you? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what I'm.
0: This <laughs> is starting off well. This, this is starting well. off
1: well. Um, I've been grinding, I meant. Wait, what? On what? Dude, uh, through the winter. Through the winter.
0: Just it's, um, barreling through? Did yeah. you guys get a ton of snow this week? We did. Yeah, we got yeah. dumped on. It's been nice. Yeah. Don't take that hey. phrase out of context, please. Anybody. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? It's the best minute in stand-up history All right, right here.
1: We're, we're, let's let's scrap this guy. Let's start over. I'm not joking. Oh, you're not j- <laughs> Can we do that? Is that available uh, on this planet? I mean, I
0: could just cut it out, right? So we'll just give it a second all right good afternoon jamie guess who's back (laughs) keith
1: keith thompson's back what's up man
0: what's up uh not a not a lot just um you know enjoying my friday going into a weekend as as usual when we record (sighs) these things i feel like i'm always in a good mood for these just because they're at the end of the week
1: that's why we do it man yeah, it's, a, it's get a good day to end the week.
0: Just stand-up soldiers.
1: Uh, what do you got planned on this gorgeous f- fucking winter?
0: I'm um, going to go to my in-laws to celebrate my birthday, which is not this week, oh. but this is the only weekend we could get together. My birthday is in February, right? Yeah, it's not next. It's not Monday. It's the following Monday. It's but February 5th? 6th. Close
1: 6th! I knew. Very I was by close. my like day of my birthday. I knew that
0: gotcha
1: nice dude yeah
0: so gonna go happy celebrate that a little bit but happy 50th 50th yeah we don't i don't talk about my age oh yeah dude you're so you're so Well, it makes people feel bad that's what i've Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> asshole anyway <laughs> uh so yeah that's all i've got planned over the weekend or whatever but it's been an interesting week to, this week for me I'm trying to wrap up some and I, I did look ahead of time to be like is the stuff I'm about to talk about public knowledge am I allowed oh, to talk about you can't this can't do I it did, at
1: runtime did you my did research it, you did this it time. At compile time dude
0: <clears throat> that's right good job so, so yeah I uh some internal stuff that I'm working on um I'm sort of in between projects but I'm going to be leading the development efforts kind of not like, you know, being like primary developer, but kind of overseeing and leading the development of one of Shopify's new commerce components, which is uh, it's our enterprise offerings where we, we actually, this came out of, I think a partnership with Mattel, Uh, but it was basically like, Hey, Mattel, what, what could we do to help you? And they're like, really? We want to be able to pick and choose which aspects of Shopify we use. And we're like, Okay, we can make that happen. So I'm creating, I'm helping with the uh, the shipping uh, commerce component so that people can, because up until now, like the product that I work on is Shopify shipping, which allows you to buy labels to ship things when you're a merchant. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, there's not been any API access to this. Um, mm. So there's could be no automation. You can't do anything. But like when we get to talking up to big, you know, giant merchants or, you know, this sort of situation where we're like, Oh, this is an enterprise offering now. Like they're not, nobody's manually going in and shipping crap, you know, like that's not Mm -hmm. how this is working. So they need automation. So yeah, I've started kind of working on that. Um, But that's just kind of getting, getting rolling a little bit uh, for me. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Since I've got a little bit of a lull before I'm like fully up to speed on that project and doing some other things. I've been tying a blue sentence uh, and work, which included uh, and don't tell anybody else about this, but I forgot to delete a thing for like 10 months. It didn't cost us any money, but like there was like 30,000 lines of code that I was like supposed to delete as part of a project that I finished last April that I just never got around to doing. And it was like, I didn't exactly forget. I knew it was there the whole time, but it was like kind of a back burner thing. So I was like kind of getting that thing out of the way and then well, trying to... Was it Was it just code that like dead code that you just... Yeah, it was dead code. So sectional. I had a project that I worked on that was basically taking a system that we had that didn't have a publicly exposed API, and we're just gonna, we were going to have a publicly exposed API in a way we have it. It's like partner exposed, but they could hit this before or directly. Previously, they could get to us by hitting a different publicly exposed API, and then it would basically act like a proxy to talk to us, which meant we had to implement the same GraphQL API in two spots effectively, and then and and the cool fashion, it actually deviated from it, each other. So like the wording was different. And so there were bugs that were introduced in different areas. So like, it was terrible. So it was not great experience for us. Um, So I got rid of that. And there was one thing that prevented me from deleting that API. And that was because we had one consumer that is internal to us. that is an API client that will like hit that mm-hmm. thing to do some stuff. And I was basically, I argued with the staff dev on that team about like how we should do this. And I was like, we can already do it. You already have the stuff in there. Like I literally saw the code. It's fine. I adjusted all the URLs, blah, blah, blah. did a bunch of stuff. And he's like, no, it's got to follow the exact same pathway that public or, you know, like external clients do to test all that stuff. And I'm like, that's bullshit. We don't need to do that. So. Uh, that team got moved to a different thing. So now my team owns that code. So I was able to just go, you know, crack my knuckles Mm. and get in there (laughs) and do it the way (laughs) that I wanted to. So um, I was finally able to do that. And then I was able to Mm, then delete a ton of code. But because that's like, that's like cleanup stuff. And we have Mm. a thing inside of our, well, I don't know if it exists anymore because Slack got, chaos monkeyed all to all to hell and we don't mm-hmm. have channels for things anymore we used to have a channel called cleanup wins and people would just post like it would literally usually be the like screenshot of the like addition deletion yeah, thing yeah. from a pull request mm-hmm. and i was like this isn't going in there because there was a time a while back where somebody posted one of those and like some higher up came in here and was like why are we celebrating this, this is like this should this is like part of the project like this is not like why did this exist like great job on removing it that's great that you removed this thing that is sitting there dead why did what did this need removed like why wasn't it removed as part of the project that was a part of or whatever and i was Uh-oh. like okay well i'm not gonna put myself on blast for this one because this one's 100 <laughs> percent on me so we're just gonna leave this go <laughs>
1: uh do, yeah you didn't you didn't post that into your uh meta your meta vr facebook group
0: nope nope Internally, i try no. to avoid the meta f- vr facebook groups they haven't sent yeah. me my my quest yet so i feel a little left out not being in man if that actually happened i'd lose my mind i would be like guys i'm not doing this uh, I, I wear headphones all day you're not getting me to strap something to my face while i'm working <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude there's no way In a million years, I'm strapping a VR headset to my
0: face. Dude, your
1: neck would get
0: sore. if, Like, all day, you're just
1: like, You would also just get constantly just made fun of by your own trough.
0: Yeah. I would have to put up a uh, curtain on my glass door to my office so my wife wouldn't see me. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. But that's that's (laughs) fake. That's not a real thing, thankfully. So, yeah. There is one other thing I was doing. Um that is, oh yeah, I don't know you ever work with Kafka? Mm-mm. Um, no, so TldR on that one it's an append only log, but it's basically for streaming events yes. um, and so that is one of the ways that we the like our data science team gets information out of our systems, and there's mm. a uh, we have an internal th- Give me a second to see if this is. I, I think this is public. Uh, I think this
1: privacy be- alert. Privacy yeah, alert. On, you, we should do like a. Um, we should do like a stand-up soldier VIP. Um, <laughs> where they they can sign up, but they have to sign an NDA. Yeah, and then you can just say yeah, all the but-
0: stuff. There's a Patreon level where you sign yeah. the NDA and then yeah. all the things. And then you'll that get the non the
1: yeah. non-redacted version cool. of the uh, of the podcast.
0: Okay, the tool I was about to talk about isn't public, so I won't talk about it. But essentially. But if you sign up <laughs> at standupsoldiers.com. At the $10 tier, um, then yeah. Anywho, so yeah. <laughs> Toby, you'll get a cut. You'll yeah, get a cut. give him Just, a kick. He definitely yeah. needs the cut there. <laughs> For um, sure. But yeah, so I've been working on something there, too, because uh, we basically, it was just kind of a black box. And this happens because I don't, like, I have never worked on a team with a data science bend, I right? Know. Or like I was
1: going to ask you, like, is that normal to, to, to have, like, a data science team get, like, a stream-only, like, a stream- Long basically. Yeah,
0: that's how they work, basically. Like for certain things. Like they, they obviously we have things that'll like take the database content, like our, our just normal uh relational mm-hmm. database stuff out, so they can make queries against that and use that in reporting yeah. or whatever. Um, But then for things that don't make it into a database record, they still want to be able to do things. And this lets us do things like they can analyze behaviors that are going on for certain things in different flows and be like, oh, actually, we were able to see that when we changed this one particular thing, it led to, uh," have you ever talked about, that's cool, quick sidebar here. Have you ever seen things talked about in BIPs or BPS? (laughs) This is the dumbest thing. Like I was, it took. Somebody legitimately had to explain to me 10 times before. Okay, so at first glance, I thought it was BIPs are like, it's one one thousandth of a percent Mm. or one one hundredth. It's one of those. It's a fraction of a percent is what it is, but it's like, it's a flat percent. So if something is like, oh, we have currently we have 65% market penetration or something like for something. And then something goes, Oh, but this, this change led to a, Mm. uh, 500 bips change. That means it Mm. literally went up from 65 to 69%. Like it's a flat, it's not saying like you're doing a percent of like the value that's there or whatever. So Uh, it, it lets you talk in pure like addition instead of trying to do like times 1.003 or whatever. Uh, Okay. Um, And so so, it's already yeah yeah yeah. Once somebody uh, explained it to me, I was like, "Oh, okay, I see how this is useful." But like forever, I'm seeing these reports flying around, and I'm like, "I don't know what this is." Like I'm, and so thankfully, I have no. There's no shame in me saying like, I don't understand what you're saying to somebody. Mm-hmm. So like we were in a meeting one time and I was like, can somebody just explain BIPs to me, please? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was like my the senior development manager like explained it. And I was like, thank you. That actually makes a lot. And there were other people in the room. They're going, oh, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. And I, like there's yeah, like c- awesome. just a consensus. Everybody's like oh okay we were all just faking it like we knew what that meant but we had no clue yeah. um but yeah so data can do that stuff to figure out like oh this we led to this many bips change in whatever the target metric is for it do they do
1: that in like Ru- are they doing that in like ruby consuming that in ruby and going so, like through some pipeline or is that- yeah so
0: we have a data pipeline that'll take a bunch of things so like me emitting events that's all in ruby so mm-hmm. we have we sure. have different ways that we do these things. And in fact, we have a way of making uh, we put schemas on event types that go into Kafka so that they can be exported and essentially queried through a relational way, even though cool. normally Kafka is just like JSON or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of. But my team has kind of their shipping in general i think data's kind of been an afterthought so like there's not a lot of data emitted from my side of things and that led to us just not having a lot of insight for certain things so i was going off and planning out a project that was going to kind of fix up some stuff in terms of like error messages that people see cuz we get a bunch of errors because we talk to third party systems like we'll talk to ups or we'll talk to you know dhl or whatever and we get errors from that but how those errors appear to the client Uh, Which is, you know, the merchant trying to buy things in admin. Like, what does that actually look like? We we had very little insight into like, what is the actual air we're getting back from the the carrier? And what is the air that we're displaying to know if we're doing things the right way? And so i'm adding some stuff now so the data can give me the information on that i was like i know where this is at in the code like i can plug into this i just need to figure out how to set up all this kafka data pipeliney stuff and make sure i'm emitting events the right way and whatever so mm. i was like the one of the other things that was kind of on my list of like i just really care about this project i'm not on this project i'm going to help you because i work in in this shipping landscape and i know exactly where to do this so That's another thing that I've been kind of working on this week. It's taken me surprisingly long to do because I'm like, I have to read through data docs to understand how their tooling works to do these things. And it's been an experience, but it is nice to know like, okay, this is a thing that I need to get better at because I work at a company that has so much access to data and we can do so much cool crap with it. Like I need to not have like a data as an afterthought mindset to me architecting things. Like when I'm Mm -hmm. planning a project, I need to bring in data early and be like, hey, what things seem interesting in here that you would like to have access to like from the start so that we can you know, have more accurate KPIs and we can go about like evaluating changes we're making in a better way and stuff. And so doing that has been, it's been an interesting journey. There's a lot of relationship building there, just figuring out like, who's a data scientist I'm supposed to talk to for this. Mm. Uh, so it's been, <laughs> it's been pretty cool. Huh.
1: That's cool, man. Um, how much time like a day do you get to like sit down and do these sort of things? Cause you mentioned like a, a meeting at some sort, you know, your BIPs meeting. Oh, uh, that was, I
0: think I learned about BIPs when we were at Burst. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it comes I'm up just, in meetings all the time, but like, I don't know. My calendar is filling back up. I'll tell you that much right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Chaos monkey is not forever. Uh, so yeah, that loses, yeah, loses a, uh, focus. Bit of a, bit of a bummer. Um, that would be funny if it just every week, it just like, nope. Just deletes all of the meetings. You're just like, huh? I thought I had a meeting. Guess not. But yeah, what what was gonna happen? This man? podcast can never happen? get recorded. Though, I'll tell you that much right now.
1: <laughs> hey, <laughs> that would solve two problems.
0: But yeah, the uh I don't know. Like in terms of my day, I mean, easily I have eighty percent of my day that I can be working on projects or whatever. I spend a lot of time talking to people, mentoring, doing those kind of things. Um, yeah. I write way less code than I used to. Is that sure. like just because of the bend that I take towards solving problems is a lot of helping people researching, doing those kind of things.
1: Does that when you're done with your day like how do you know does that make you feel productive when you're not like
0: um sometimes no. I it's one of the, so I I'm a bullet journaler and one of the most painful things for me is when I go from one day to another and I have to migrate a bullet from Tuesday to Wednesday and then migrate the to Thursday. And then like the mm-hmm. same bullet just hasn't gotten done. And I'm like, man, that sucks. So when that happens, obviously I feel a little bit bummed out about it, but ultimately those things aren't happening because they are not the most important thing that happened in that day a lot of no. times. And the just new things got added to my list. I'm like, Oh, this is actually the most important thing that I need to be working on today. So when I sign off at the end of the day, I actually, since I've started working at Shopify, I've had very few times that I feel like disconnected from my work or like I'm not moving the needle in some way, shape or form. I, get frustrated sometimes because I wasn't used to the inertia that exists in a large organization. Um, so that sometimes will frustrate me on a given, any given day. You mean the
1: lack of inertia or no, the
0: inertia and like, I'm trying to make a thing move and it's oh, like okay. it sucks to yeah. get it rolling. Yeah. Um, that occasionally, Uh, It will be a bit of a downer, but now at the end of the day, most of the time I still feel good about what I've done, even if it's like hasn't involved a ton of coding because like sometimes it'll be like, oh, I solved this problem for this group over here by pointing them in the right direction getting them connected to the right people doing those kind of things. So it's just not this not the same as when I worked on like smaller teams where it was like today's thing is I'm going to grab this Asana ticket and I'm going to just bust this thing out and I'm going to ship these three PRs and do that stuff. It's just not quite that anymore for me. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how yeah yeah, shopify you sort of see it as like your developer role like l5s l6s are the people who are like the boots on the ground kind of implementing all the things and then as Uh, you get into like l7 l8 whatever Then
1: what was that but you said boots on the ground yeah Uh, Uh, um what Uh, i don't like that when you're talking about like people and uh, anyway Uh, the developers they're the uh, individual contributors
0: yeah yeah they're the ones actually doing the writing most of the lines of code yeah and then as you get into because i'm still like i'm obviously i'm still a senior developer but uh i'm on the track to be staff dev and as anybody in that track like so rafael franca is technically an individual contributor he does not you know he's a principal engineer and like i about guarantee that the majority of like, he does not write as many lines of code.
1: Mm-hmm. This, this
0: might be an exception, I guess. Um, there are a lot of like staff, senior staff, principal, whatever that mm. don't write a ton of code. Like that's not kind of the most valuable thing they can be doing. A lot of it's like, Helping inform decisions, mentoring, yeah. guiding people doing mm-hmm. those kind of things. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think figuring it's just out, adjusting issue, to yeah. being like, I'm not the primary contributor to the project that I'm working on, which prior to Shopify, I was, right? Like, yeah. I got to be like, i wrote you know i write the majority of the code in xyz application like I, this is basically my thing when i worked at Squaremouth, it was like oh i wrote this system this system and this system like those are just ones that i designed and built while i was there and so yeah i don't know it's just different now
1: cool cool um why why are your guys's positions named after um spinal
0: is it spinal cords
1: or like uh
0: lumbar uh lumbar (laughs) uh vertebrae
1: yeah vertebrae that's what i was like in spinal cords like you have multiple
0: um i mean it stands for level we just we're just too lazy to say hey
1: that makes sense (laughs) i thought it was like uh you know something french you know like (laughs) le
0: le position le spot five
1: (laughs) um (laughs) Uh, so what have you uh, been up to man Dude, i've been grinding that's what i I've hear i just thought you were
0: complaining about the weather though
1: all right well i am i see because i don't know if i'm grinding just because i'm trying to just power through my seasonal depression
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which is on top of
0: my regular depression i feel like this is where I mean? we get to ring the bell because this is another recurring topic that comes yes. up in this every season okay, of one stand-up has had this at least one time it happens every time you bring in the bell Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, one second. Thank Um, you.
1: So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, probably probably you would talk about it because the seasons happen every year. Yep, every Um, year. It's
0: a (laughs) cyclical thing. It's weird. (laughs) It's weird.
1: It's like we're on some sort of circle. Um, Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I've been like, because there's nothing else to do. There's six foot of snow outside. Um, There's never any sun. Um, there's never any laughter. There's never any uh, smiling. Um, none of that exists anymore for a couple of months. So I've just been working. Uh, I've nice. Been working okay. on Tatsu, um, and I, I'm I'm all in on my my new schedule. So my my schedule is like because like before. Speaking of like not feeling satisfied of getting worked on, I would like I'm just not like ready to start working in the morning. Like Uh I don't get started until like 10, 10 a.m. And I used to always feel bad about that and, and, and try to do all these crazy things to like make that not happen. And then I was like, F it. I'm just gonna embrace it. So now Mm -hmm. I really don't get started on like client work until like after lunch. And then I go until like dinner, take a little break. And then I do a little, and I'm up to like, I don't know, 11 to like, three in the morning or whatever. Jeez.
0: So, yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's is you know, you figure out the rhythm that works for you. Yeah. Like, it, right.
1: Like the 3am is not just because I want to stay up to like, it's kind of cr- like, that's when I find myself in the You're zone. You're in the zone. The and yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, okay, I'll do the problem is <laughs> I'm usually like drinking wine or beer. And so I do like beer pomodoros. I think we talked about this. Uh, <laughs> So it's not too healthy, but I'm yeah. like, all right, <laughs> or or a Red Bull at like eleven o'clock. In the yeah, morning. that isn't healthy. Either, or, yeah, yeah.
0: but your sleep is wrecked.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I actually an aura. I got an aura ring, but it just fell off because it's like I fuck. No, I'm just joking. I didn't get an aura ring. Um, yeah. So I've been working a lot on Tetsu. Um, it's been going good. I've uh, worked on the scheduling piece, um, the actual scheduling. And I think I talked to us last time, which was like two weeks ago, about oh, I think I'm just going to use the SkedX thing because it's it's not that hard. Well, I basically ended up building the rest of Oban. Um, not really, but like,
0: did you give it a lot. user interface? Not yet. That's the Ship other thing it, I have man. to build. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um I'll be your first testimonial if you just give me the web api or like things so I can see my freaking jobs. Um so yeah, um so I had to like
1: build this whole job thing um so the way Tetsu is designed there's a meeting template and then that template has schedules that are attached to it called template schedules. And those have like basically just a time, time zone, and like this bit that determines what days it's on in that week. Oh, okay. So I have to I take those schedules and I turn them into these job records which um stores like the cron tab stuff in there um which schedx schedx needs has like a status and and the the MFA and all that stuff inside the database. Gotcha. So um I had to build all that and like, like I wanted it to change, um, statuses as the, as the job was running and all that stuff. So anyway, uh, all that stuff is ready and working. Um, it schedules, it schedules, uh, um, meetings very well. Um, the only thing I need to do now is work on like rescheduling. So, if you change, you know, your time zone, um, if uh, you change, you know, the time of the meeting, if you delete the meeting, all those types of things have to go kind of all the way down to the jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably going to take a little bit more. So I'm going to be working on that over the next few weeks.
0: Yeah, you're basically building a calendaring app at that point, yeah. which is yeah. joy, time zones. I
1: yeah. remember
0: when I was working with you on tattoo. God, 10 years ago. Um, or whatever. It uh it definitely was time zones were my least favorite aspect of doing any of that stuff was just like, what the what? Why is there a half hour time zone in this stupid area of the world? Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those little Yeah, there's a 45 minute time zone.
1: Um the uh it's funny because that that piece of what I built for Tatsu, I think I've built for three companies now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's um, with money right there because nobody wants know. to touch that crap with a 10-foot pole.
1: I know. Yeah. It, it's kind of cool. Like it's, It works on, like it's built in Ruby, so it works on Sidekick and it like looks at the time zone database, looks for any upcoming time zone changes, logs what those changes are going to be, schedules a job to run on exactly when that time zone changes. So that it updates all your data, all the time zone offsets, and your um, time zones names nice. to what they currently are. So, yeah, that was a pain in the ass. So again, I have to build that too for for um, for this next version of tattoo, but it's not going to be as bad because I have processes. So not that bad. Of processes. Yeah. Uh, so I man, yeah, that's basically uh all the stuff I've worked on. I also looked at the component architecture stuff a little more because like, that's like the most unwieldy thing inside Tatsu right now. Uh, So I think I have like a kind of a a plan and an architecture around that. I don't think I know what you're
0: talking about. What do you mean component architecture?
1: Yeah. So right now in Tatsu, the controller just calls, um, basically API methods off of Slack and passes in like these templates, which are just maps of JSON Mm -hmm. data. And those templates are what gets sent back to Slack. Okay. The problem with that is in your controllers, what you end up with is all these little different methods that are functions that only deal with rendering a certain part of some form of some template in that controller
0: got it. Yep, and you want to so there's those no, components.
1: Yeah, I want to make okay. a component so that there's like a view. The way I'm going to architect it is the similar to how Phoenix does it with both
0: dead views and live views. Um, <laughs> wait, I've never heard of them called dead views before. <laughs> oh, really? Never. never. That's that's funny, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Clever. I think
1: even the uh, I think even the Elixir uh documentation calls them.
0: Oh, nice. That's it. It's the been a while since I looked the, the at it, but that's Phoenix, funny.
1: Yeah. Um, and then surface, which is a library built on top of Phoenix that offers some additional stuff. is kind of the same way. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of, my first job is going to build is going to be able to, um, I want to build a view that does what Phoenix does and it, and it takes the templates and it at compile times, injects them right into the view so there's no like you know loading of files there's no like finding of templates that's why it's so fast you know Mm -hmm. it's just kind of inlined the rendering is just inlined right there uh, with the view and so that's um i'm going to try to do that with just eeks and um and a view object and and see what i can come up with okay nice And then the other thing I'm working on, dude, is just like um, besides like cleaning up that is kind of going to do some marketing and stuff like that. I want to build like a like a regular blog uh, off of Tatsu to kind of
0: talk about,
1: you know, views on things and and have uh, some uh, opinions on things.
0: Yeah, you got to give your your kind of uh, content marketing situation. Manifesto. I got to give my manifesto
1: yeah uh so yeah that's what i'm working on man so it's it's going good um you know i'm thinking like april ish for for launch um at least v1 Sweet. so I, I i feel like there's going to be a launch and then you know just a quiet soft low launch to the customers and then adding some of those additional features, then a larger launch, and then adding more additional features, and then probably like a product hunt launch type launch. Nice. After that. So
0: yep, yep. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. The I'll be interested to see what your version of the components thing ends up looking like. Um with the I guess I kind of forgot that how Phoenix views work and the the compile time stuff. But I remember that now that it was like, that's why they're fast is it's like, just becomes part of the original function that is rendering things out.
1: Yeah. The render function is pretty cool. Cause it's just a, you know, it's it has an arity of two where you just pass in the uh, template name mm-hmm. and then assigns. And that's the the function that it um, inserts into the view. So you can pattern match on those strings of what the views or the template is called. So it's pretty cool.
0: Nice. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So, oh, and the other thing I was thinking of is um you know the sigil sigil stuff? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sigil? sigil. I always
0: say sigil. I don't I mean...
1: yeah it is sigil. Yeah I okay. always say I was um so the sigil stuff like um um heeks has H, you know and mm-hmm. you know you can you can make your own right yeah, with yeah. macros. I'm wondering if I can make my own because I'm probably going to need to have something like this for Cheeks. Mm -hmm. But I want to have the bot uh, emoji character as the the sigil. I'm going to give
0: you the developer UX thing here. I have no (laughs) idea how I'm going to type a bot easily, right? Like that's...
1: (laughs) Maybe it's an alias. Maybe it's an alias. Yeah,
0: okay. If you put it as an alias, that's fine. If you just make it a C, I'm cool with that. Um, but like, if that was the only way to do it, I would be like, I'm gonna find a different library. To. I knew,
1: I know as soon as I thought of that, I was like, dude, that would be so horrible to build. Uh, oh, pretty God.
0: funny. Cause I would be like, oh, so it's command control <laughs> equals or what like. I would be like, up what is another keyboard, keyboard to bring up my emoji keyboard? Oh, I'm on my iPad. Um, yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'd have to like, take my, you know, my, uh, my goofy keyboard here and be like all right i'm gonna have to put a layer in here so i can quickly smack emojis i guess (laughs) but
1: yeah that's what uh that's what juve is trying to do make uh Mm -hmm. you know more productive developers (laughs) learn
0: how to type emojis emojis. yeah
1: (laughs) uh all right that's all i got man nice
0: nice oh i do have a a funny this is just like funny aside that it's gonna come Mm -hmm. up to this is Keith is so out of shape, but it's comical how out of shape I am. Mm-hmm. So I went laser tagging last Friday. For dude, I would
1: destroy.
0: I yeah. dude, I'm convinced that gun is broken. That's all I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody told me that they could shoot the gun, and I would lo- like. I was like, I just got shot from you behind a to, wall. You have to hold the. Did you hold the? You have to hold the gun, so you have to have two hands on it. Yeah, but there's a sensor. There's a sensor on the gun. I didn't know that. So there were like four times that I was like, you know, you like should I have got paid shot.
1: attention during the orientation, Keith. I had a bunch of drunken adults well, next to
0: me who were like you know. to talking and whatever. And so I just <laughs> didn't pick up on it. So the first like three rounds we played, I was like, dude, how did I just get shot from behind this wall? Like there's literally nobody who can see me. <laughs> and so I was very but so you know, there's like crouching and climbing up on stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I come mm-hmm. home and I'm like, wow, my legs are a little sore. And then the next morning, I'm like Oh God, guys, uh, Kendra, I can barely walk. Like I'm like, oh, er, oh, er, er, er. like my, my legs yeah. were just straight up wrecked for like yeah. five days. I just, I'm like, and then we got that huge snow that was all like heavy and wet and stuff. And Kendra goes out and like shovels a bunch of it. And she's like, oh, my legs are going to be sore. And I'm like, but are they going to be laser tag sore? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> is really the I, question.
1: I, uh, a hundred percent on know where you're coming from uh, i mean i've been dealing with this for the past 10 years probably uh not only would that happen after laser tag but during laser tag i would probably be profusely sweating oh i was sweating, sweating. Too. it's hot in there man yeah it's hot but i mean like like i'm like running probably a boston marathon type of thing. <laughs> gotcha
0: you know what i mean I, like, I, I feel you i was like i was wearing a sweatshirt when i came into the like oh, arcade, yeah, like laser off. tag place and i very quickly was like nope this was not yeah. gonna work out but i was like yeah. man i haven't done laser tech since i was like 12 this is kind of cool i, yeah. I made you. a kid a little kid cry a
1: couple times before um before last time like ball balled out like 10 year old 12 year old kid just you ruined out. somebody's birthday party dude, dude I <laughs> all i said was your mind red 12 that's <laughs> what i said <laughs> and he <laughs> you do not like that You're i'm a, my a very large yeah, large or,
0: deep deep voice that man. is a little aggressive yeah little
1: aggressive. yeah well, yeah we
0: uh was- we did like a there was a domination game mode or whatever where you had to Whoa. take areas of the map right yep. like mm-hmm. and there was a point where my team it's like all adults uh or, you know and then the other team is like some adults but then like some teenagers and then like some like sub 10 year olds or whatever oh yeah and you guys we, got smoked we get to the end of it and we beat them like 725 to 57 and no. it was like <laughs> we we had a like ex uh, military dude on the team on one of the games and he's like Uh, he went 36 and two or something.
1: And uh, (laughs) he knew about, he knew about the sensor on the gun.
0: (laughs) He was aware of the sensor on the gun. So it was like just a funny experience, but I was like, okay, maybe we don't talk about the score. Once we got to the scoreboard thing on that one game though. Cause it was like, that was brutal for them. We weren't trying to be mean, but we were being pretty mean.
1: Dude, I'm playing paintball again this year. Oh, I did not know you were playing paintball Mm again. Yeah. Going to be on a team playing a three-man, maybe a five-man series. So, like, four tournaments.
0: Okay, wait. So, they, uh what are the divisions in paintball?
1: Well, so you have, like, your local, right? These yeah, are yeah. just, like, local tournaments. Oh, I sorry. I didn't right.
0: mean, like, divisions in terms of, like, what are the game modes, right? Are there, like, threes and fives? Uh, like, five-man yep. teams, three-man teams, like...
1: Five is like uh, like what the NXL is. So the NXL is like the biggest league, right? They're the pro. They got the pros and the semi-pros. So they're five man. But there's also like ten man, seven man, ten man. What on earth? That's what I used to play, dude. Ten. Really, man dude? That's back huge. In the day. Yeah, it was fun as hell. It's coming. It's making a comeback because it's fun.
0: Um, <clears throat> that's like but it, <laughs> ten man. Feels like it would be. Like you're playing on a speedball course, but it's basically woods ball at that point where it's just like, I got all my homies out here. We're just <laughs> a ton yeah. of people. It's like a war zone.
1: It, it used to play. We used to play it on like, um, they're called hyperball fields, but they're the, uh, like those black corrugated, pipes like sewer pipes that you see oh okay yeah yeah so not like blow up things but yeah that's where it started was like this hyperball so they would make fields out of that obviously you can't move fields like that around which you know that's where Uh the air ball came in after that but uh they used to make those you know you know those are much larger than uh, uh football field size you know yeah both width and length. So
0: yeah, I feel like what I saw from watching like you watching pro stuff, like it seemed like they are pretty yeah, small. That's forces. five on five. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's a, yeah, I think they're like 135 feet by like, yeah, they're not that, that long. Like you can reach,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, the back. So, yeah. So I'm, uh, playing again if we can nice. find one more dude. So
0: gotcha. I uh, need
1: the stand up soldiers want to be uh paintball. <laughs> I don't want to say soldiers. Paintball's not a war game. Calm down.
0: That's all I got, man. Nice. All right. Well, I will talk to you in a few weeks. Right, Later. Bye.